Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. There's a cat over here. There's a cat over there. And the wrong one died. And the wrong one died. Welcome to The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the catastrophe. I'm your host, Mike Abrams, and today we have two special guests. They were the Rum Tum Tugger and Bomb Arena on the U.S. National Tour 5. They are also married, so we will add a lot of fuel to the Bombay Tugger rumors here today. So welcome, Kara Cooley and Adam Steiner, and thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. I'm excited to have both of you. I have done mostly one-on-one interviews, but when I heard that there are a Tugger and Bombay Arena married couple that met on tour, I thought, you have to come together, right? You have to share the story. But let's start at the beginning. So I want to hear from both of you. I always love hearing about your history with cats before going on tour. So like how familiar with you with the um, musical? Had you seen it before? Or was it the 98 movie? Like what was your familiarity? I had not seen it live, but I watched the movie a bunch with my sisters and we would like we, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. I didn't really know that much about it, though, really. It's just like the movie, and like I thought the heavy side layer was weird and stuff, but the dancing was sweet. <laughs> that's spot on. Great dancing, no idea what's happening. Yeah, that sounds that sounds accurate. That was about the same. Adam was obsessed with it. <laughs> I mean, it was... I didn't, know much, I didn't know much about it at all, either. I mean, being that I predominantly wasn't a dancer, and actually, the only reason I went to the audition was because a couple friends were going and it was almost like they were signing me up as a joke. And I was like, I'll go. I don't, you know, I got nothing going on tomorrow. So, um, you got a haircut. Yeah. I like one guy, it was just like a normal day and I just like swung by and then that was it. Wow. So you didn't have any expectations. Not really. I mean, I want, of, I needed a job. Like your friend, just hang with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So you, so did you know, Adam, did you know much about it at all? Or were, I mean, how familiar with, like, did you know the concept? Did you know Tugger or did you just go in because you needed a haircut and they were going to drive? Yeah, away? it was pretty much that. I mean, I, like, again, I mean, I knew I was like somebody who like knew Tugger was like the Elvis cat, which is just like not even real. Tell them your audition song. Oh, I sang Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. <laughs> 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 that's his karaoke yeah. song too <laughs> yeah so i mean i it it, it kind of was the perfect storm though really because like then i got the job which is funny because isn't that how it works it's like something where you really went in with no expectation 
almost and not as a joke, but almost being like, you know, whatever, I got nothing to do today. And then, you know, two weeks later, you're on the show. That is fascinating. So you, I mean, it's kind of, you, you obviously don't go unless you have at least some intent of like, yeah, I would, I, I would do this if I got it. But you kind of, do you think that that made your audition even better because you had just like, no, you didn't have pressure because you weren't even thinking about whether or not it was something you wanted? Yeah, I think, you know, and I think like the role, I mean, I'm like, you know, six foot one, 210 pound guy. Like, I, uh, so I kind of stuck out like a sore thumb already in that group, in that audition. Um, so I think like it was the perfect storm of it actually being a perfect job for me, but not realizing that before. Right. But I don't know, hoping. <laughs> Kara, what about your audition? How was, how was your experience? Did you, did you actually go with uh, intent or did you, yeah, you, you signed up for it. Right. So at, I, I was on the show first. I went to an open call and they were casting like everything. Um, cause Adam joined the tour later and it was just for Tugger. Um, so I went in and I had like gone to the audition before did horrible. Couldn't get the combo left. I learned the combo. So I had to memorize and I like show up and I'm like, Oh, what's this dance? And I like really did a great job cause I already knew it, but I pretend like I didn't. But I actually went to the singer call. That's what I did. I, sang the, I did the singer call and then I did the dance. So I just did a great job. <laughs> what did you say? Did you sing something? Else? He plays the violin from 1776. Ah, I just saw that recently here in New York. Did, I did. you? I heard good yeah, things. It was, it, yeah. It wasn't like, I didn't do it like that sexual, like that girl, but I mean, I did a good job. Yeah, I mean, that's very unique. <laughs> you need to have. I heard it. <laughs> You're laughing from the other room. I, I, we should say that you two are sitting in separate rooms in the same house to help make the podcasting experience yeah. better, which I think is uh, going to make this twice as fun as you hear each other's reactions to to your your own stories. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't mind laughing. Yeah. So I want to hear a little bit about. I want to go into before we get into you two kind of like as a Bombi Tugger uh, combination here. Tell me a little bit about, I love thinking about backstories. So when you started the tour, what were you told about Tugger? What were you told about Bombay Arena? It's like, tell me their story, their character. What did you have to add to that beyond what you were told? You want me to go first, babe? Yeah. You, well, you know what? I'll go in case the baby. Okay. Well, um, I heard that Bombay Arena is the ultimate good time girl. Um, she's the, she's, the party girl. And then there's this whole thing, like Demeter's like such a freak show and she's, you know, so, you know, she's got some issues and then I've kind of got it together, um, a little bit more. So I <laughs> take the leadership role. Um, and so she's like always under my wing and I'm a little bit more of a, um, calming force. I've just seen more mature. Like she has some issues and I'm like, kind of like, it's cool. Like we'll be okay. Um, and then I also knew that Bomb Ballerina and Tugger are like dating <laughs> as much as cats could date. We were probably a couple. Um, we're like flirty. That's like, I mean, that's. Were you told that before Adam yeah. joined? Like, were you told you and Tugger were supposed to kind of have this energy and relationship or did that come at? Yeah. Cause okay. I had, I had another Tugger before him. Okay. So that was because that's where, yeah, but, I, it's so interesting. Yeah, no, I just find it really interesting because of the, the Tugger character has, it's, it's like he's up for anything and anybody. And that's why there's a lot of Tugger Mistopheles, like fan fiction and all that stuff out there. But 
the Tungner Bomb Valley Arena, of course, is obviously a piece too. So it's interesting to hear that like that was told to you as like that the two of them are dating versus are they just kind of like flirtatious and they're both kind of just doing their own thing with any and everybody. I could have made up that they were dating. It kind of did. T- <laughs> it's like when Adam joined the tour, they got a little bit more of a backstory. Yeah. So, so what's, did you, you know? so when you started dating and they started dating a little bit more on stage too, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just put in our own little special sauce. <laughs> Adam, what about you? <laughs> so, I mean, my, my initial part, of this is different because I did join as a replacement. So like Mm -hmm. I wasn't told anything. It was just like, move here, go here, do this, like just to get me in the show. Um, so then over time, um, like the weird thing about cats, I think, and especially being that it's been going on for so long, there's almost like a, like a, I don't know the right word, like bipolar version of all these characters because there's been so many changes. So I would Mm -hmm. say like the director would come in, and say like, hey, you know, you're like a good time guy. You're just kicking the shit, having fun. And then like a month later, he'd come in and be like, I don't know what you're doing. You got to be darker. You got to be more sexual. And and it was like insane because you're like, bro, you just said that I was doing it wrong. So I changed it. And now I'm doing it the way you want it. So like, you know, I mean, so for me, like the, the experience of Tugger doing it for so long became, you know, um, I mean, it changed a lot, but I'd say like the through line was like, he was like a little bit older than the other cats and kind of been through a lot and just kind of like down, you know, down to have a good time and um, just kind of have fun throughout the journey with no expectations of like the ending and Grizabella and all that stuff. He just was, you know, DTF. There there to have fun. (laughs) Yeah, it's... it's, DTF. DTJ, down to Jellicle. The DTJ. So it's it's so interesting you say that because I've heard from so many. I've been trying to figure out the cat's family tree, and there is no answer to it. And it's because someone finally just goes, "It's because they're cats. Like they all are all together. They're all this. Like there's no way to answer it." But what I've noticed is that over time, you do see relationships form based off of staging and dance numbers and some stuff that's like very clearly put in the show. And then there's others like your situation where your relationships with castmates starts like if you're really good friends that could be your cats maybe aren't supposed to be good friends mm-hmm. and that's where it's like well now it's a little strange because you you have good energy together but your cats aren't supposed to and so that that yeah. is where i'm like i'm kind of fascinated by do you believe like are you a big part of why the bombay arena tugger combination like do you think you added fuel to that fire because of your relationship well i don't know like like so there's like the choreographed stuff and like there's lots of like bomb tugger like cute sexy dances together and like moments but then like it'd be like doing misto at the end and they'd be like carrie you can't like lay on top of adam and be like chit-chatting you know like so i don't know if it was good or bad yeah it's a it's a good point you know? it's like, there's some stuff that you can't go around and there's other stuff that you can especially with the tugger with adam for you like you get a little bit more freedom i think than most people right like your character's supposed to kind of break the rules yeah yeah. yeah. And I think I, I like a lot what you said. I think that's super spot on is um, and, and maybe that's why cats is um, interesting in the way that it is. And it's kept going for so long, so long is that because of the relationships built off the stage with all these cast members, like it really does probably change the show a lot. And mm-hmm. and I think that that's actually really cool because they do say like piggybacking on that 
one of the things about cats that I remember is them saying that it's more fun to do cats and to be in cats than it is to see cats. Yeah. And that's been a lot. It's so much about the relationships. I mean, it really is so much about the relationships on stage and, and, and the moments that you have with, with your friends that are also your castmates. And because of the way that show's written, you're really allowed to get away with a lot, you know, as far as mm-hmm. BSing and stuff on stage. So I think, um, I think that's, that's a cool observation. Yeah. I've, I've definitely heard that in the sense that it's, it's a lot of fun to do and it's just so unique. Um, and, and I think too, like as you're doing it, you get exposed to all the stuff that like, I actually, I just, just got back when we're recording this, I just got back from seeing the tour and I know a lot than a lot more than most non super fans of this having recorded so many episodes. And even I'm watching it going like, I missed that totally. There's so many things going on. I can't catch everything. There's just so much happening. And I think you as performers getting to see it so often, do it, learn all the stuff, get to hear all the takes you. It is probably fun to, to do in the sense that you get to, to really, you know, follow it for as long as you did. And then, and then for you tour by tour, you're, you're going, place to place to place to place to place Mm -hmm. to do that yeah yeah totally yeah i think it's like so fun for the actors because like it's not like any other show where you're like okay i'm a villager in this scene and this and that it's like you're invested the whole time in the whole show i never i mean i can promise you i was never bored once doing that show because it's like so fun and you're so invested and there's all i mean that it is such a like like the performers in the show, it's such a performer's show to be in because it's so fun. Yeah, it feels like it's a family too because you you're forced to get yeah. really close to each other, whether you like it or not. the The ball is a giant orgy, and you're going to be rolling on top of each other for 15 minutes or whatever. That's so it. you have to get close to each other. Yeah, I think it like ruins other shows for people because they're like, "This is not as fun as Cats." Like everyone you talk to is like, "Oh, this was the best time of my life," and it's like, "Yeah, it's like it it's really unique and so special in that way." Mm-hmm. So. I think, you know, it's generally being on, you know, on tour and doing that as a, a life changing moment, but it was clearly a very life changing moment for the two of you. So was there a, like a, yeah. an on stage moment when you realized that this was going to be your future spouse or like, how did, I'll how tell did you that the craziest all... story? This, 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 is, this is honest to God, true story. Um, I booked the show as a replacement, I had a vocal rehearsal at Chelsea Studios, which I don't even know if that's around anymore, but that was like the hot studio that everybody was at back then. And I was sitting next to a guy and that I had catered one time with, and he was like, what are you doing here? I was like, oh, I'm joining Cats. He's like, my best friend's on Cats, Kara Cooley. So I do my rehearsal, I go home, jump on my girlfriend at the time's laptop that I lived with and look up Kara Cooley on Facebook. and in that moment i was like i'm gonna marry that girl and that was yeah that was like honest to god like i literally saw her and i was like i'm like i don't know why and i joined the tour met her in full cat's makeup right before the show i was in full yeah and then i like worked it for 10 months (laughs) (laughs) that is the it's love at first sight but it's kind of a crazy story that love at first sight on you're living with girlfriend on her laptop yep. like before you're about to go on tour moment. Yep. And I didn't even like him at first. No. Did, was So no. was it the, was it an Adam thing or was it a Tucker thing? I did not like him. It's just like, Oh, you're the new person. I'm obviously cooler. And then people were like, Hey, Adam likes you backstage. I'm like, Oh my God, are you kidding me? Like I'm trying to be professional. I don't need this random guy. And then he was like, 
we were in Caracas, Venezuela, and I got swung out so I could watch my, like, so my under or the swing could go in and do my mm. role. So I'm like, I'm going to watch the show. Great. And then I saw the show and Adam was like so <laughs> talented and so good that I was like, came backstage and he was like, had like his unitard like halfway down. I was like, oh my gosh, you're so good. You're so good. And he was just being like chill. And all of a sudden I was like obsessed with him because I thought he was so good in this show. <laughs> it's, it's such a, it's, it's so funny just knowing the, knowing the characters. Cause like, I'm thinking about this as almost ignoring you two as humans of like, I mean, your, your number is here. You're like doing crotch thrusts out on the stage and you're sitting in the audience yeah. for the first time being like, Oh my God, now, now I see what's happening here. Yeah. Versus, it looks different. Then, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like so much bigger than everyone else on stage. And then the wig is, I mean, I just, I was so sweet. I was like, you're the best. That's that was awesome. my plan too. Like when she was swung out, I was like, all right. This, you promised. I, no. Well, we'd like made out once, but I was like, I'm going to seal the deal right now. <laughs> this was, Really? I mean, Did you like do try extra hard during this? <laughs> yeah. Did you green eyes oh around? God. Were you in the audience or were you backstage watching? I was in the audience. Oh, so did you did do green eyes and like try to start by going to where Kara was and then make sure that your he number, didn't. you know, comes to your the right side of the stage? <laughs> I don't think he did that. I think he just tried to like, I think he really just brought it. You went for it that you night. You brought the Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy, Aggie. Yeah. To, <laughs> Energy. To, what city was this in? Do you remember? Venezuela. Venezuela. Wow. So international, too. You're you're, you're yeah. really bringing mm-hmm. full force. I, that's so fun. So then what, after that, yeah. what was – do you think that, that after that moment when you did you know started dating and you realized this, did it change – not your performances, because I think like ultimately the two are kind of staged together anyways. But was there a different energy in that moving forward? For sure. It was also, though, like a big secret to some degree for a long time. Mm-hmm. So like, although everybody knew, <laughs> I mean, like, everybody yeah. Knew, yeah, we we're like trying to be a secret, you know, but I think, though, that again, because you're doing something so often and like at that level, like you're doing it so it's so specific what you're doing every night like aside from like again like being in the misto number and i would get back to the hotel before kara so i'd be like hey you know you want to drink white wine tonight or what do you want to do and we'd like make plans right after the show during maybe like your mics are on you guys (laughs) (laughs) well i mean really i I don't think it changed much beyond that as far as like that's true yeah that's i think it just made it more fun right yeah more fun yeah, I was, I was thinking like, because there is the idea of like, maybe you have different looks or like you, when you're on stage together, you're supposed to be flirting pretty much, both of your characters are supposed to be kind of flirting with everybody anyways. So it's like, did you just direct it more? But I like the the more of the, okay, we got off the bus and now, you know, a lot of times you have roommates and stuff on tour. It's like, nope, we're going to go to this hotel bar, uh, yeah. <laughs> just the two of us together away from everybody else. Yeah. And you and you did and people knew it was like the worst kept kept secret as much as you tried. Yeah, everyone knew, but it was like again he had had a girlfriend, so it was like, and then I was like, well, I'm just being professional, like it's not my vibe. But he would like bring me like 
a sandwich every day between the show or before the second show and this and that. And it was like so obvious. <laughs> Plus he was so obsessed with me. So oh, it was God, like, Kara. I mean, you, you were, he was. All right. Now, were there any cats themed aspects to your wedding? God. <laughs> no, no dance <laughs> number, no mother, rumble teaser dancing in the middle of the show. Because we no, but because we met doing cats, right? Like something that actually like, so it was a few years that we did it, but something that actually is so small in the whole retrospect of our lives has become so big because that's how we met. So like mm-hmm. still to this day, we moved to Detroit like seven years ago, eight years ago. And people will like find out that we were in cats and it's like this huge thing. And we're like, it's like, dude, what about everything else I've done? Um, I, I'd love that. I, I also imagine, you know, I think when two performers and dancers are married, like your, your dance numbers at your wedding are probably just the dance floor is probably better than like the wedding. I'm the weddings I'm going to where nobody has any skills doing it whatsoever. Yeah. Adam's a good dancer. Um, our wedding was super small, but he did actually the night before our wedding, we did karaoke till like three in the morning and he did sing, save a horse, ride a cowboy. It's the, bring it back. It's an audition song. Mm-hmm. It's the go-to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a slam dunk. What other um, crazy stories do you remember, whether it's related to you two together or not, just from being on tour? Oh, I'll tell you what. Everything crazy happened together. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, we Vegas insane. is good. Your no broken nose is good. <laughs> Oh, I broke my nose. Well, okay, you go ahead and tell them Vegas. Because that was a mess because we had eight days off. Yeah, so they put in us... In Vegas. No one should have eight days off. It was like we had four shows in Vegas, but it was cheaper for them to just leave us there than it was to send us home. So no joke, it was like eight days in Las Vegas. And that was nothing Hooters to do with hotel. Drink. That's where they put us, the freaking Hooters <laughs> Hotel. So like, again, like this secret okay. relationship, like at this point, like we're starting to fall in love. It's getting right. Messy. Like we're it's actually falling messy. in love and that yeah. was not really the plan. It was like friends with benefits, like sex after the show, whatever. Like it wasn't actually supposed <laughs> to get so real and, but it was. So then this random girl on one of our days off, like that I knew from growing up invited us to this pool party or like cabana. She's really rich. So day drinking it's me and like three or four like girls in the show and at, right away these girls that invited me i think are a little bit like meh because i showed up with girls but like i mean it was either you know like who was i going to show up it didn't, it's not like i had this rolodex of straight men to bring to the pool party <laughs> so so we like party drink tequila i don't know and i don't know what happened like somehow kara was mad that i was talking to these girls and she gave some guy her number and we get in a fight on a Hooters mm-hmm. and yeah. And I'm wearing like clogs and a bikini, high heel clogs, like mascara running down my face. And like- <laughs> so we get a fight, whatever the fight happens, we leave in a cab cause we're staying somewhere else that night. Like we got a suite with a the Venetian. So then we get a call from the hotel, from the company manager that we're kicked out of the hotel and they had to escort us to our to room our to luggage. gather our belongings. Because <laughs> I had to call the security guard. I told the security guard he had a small penis. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. That's right. Which yeah, apparently you're allowed to say anything. Okay, well you can't say that in Vegas. They said that he mentioned the size of the genitalia. Yeah. Like this whole like meeting conference call. So like our company Troika, who's the company, they're they're like that's you're screwed. Like 
we're not gonna fight for you. Like you're kicked out of the hotel. So we have this like great idea. We get a car. That we're gonna go to LA for like the seven days that we're off. So we had this great time in LA. We had had this like really romantic time. We're like, we're gonna go recreate so it. So we like drive yeah, halfway to, to LA and we're like, we don't, and like we're in a fight. Like we don't wanna be around each other. Yeah. So yeah, we drove to the airport and like I flew to New York and she flew to see her family in Washington. And then we like met back up with the tour in Virginia, like a week later. Yeah. I had to like hide my phone in my suitcase and I watched like planet earth for three days and then I came back to tour and then everything was fine. We went to wolf trap and we performed outside in like so, really warm weather okay. and everything was, cool. I have a lot of follow-up questions, but I'm going to try to limit them. Um, <laughs> so it, it sounds like, so first of all, I have a lot of questions for the, the tour because I used to travel to Vegas for work and like four days is max for any, oh any human. Max. max. And that is, even that is aggressive. Trouble. So to give you okay. eight days between shows at, you know, that stage of your life. Also, I, you know, I just can imagine you showing up like all of you are incredibly fit from doing this show, like coming to this pool party. <laughs> and that's that was mistake number one. But did you did they still yeah. perform in Vegas? Like so you two were were kind of kicked off. But did the show still go on? Swings went on. Then you just yeah. came back to the next stop. No, no. The show was no. done. There. We so, were done. Uh, OK, <laughs> it was eight days just, on the, the tail next, end. The next. So we weren't we were playing in Virginia, like literally like we ended Sunday and like the following week after Monday, we were in Virginia. So there was all this time. Between. So they so just left, literally left us there. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I, have, I have a lot of questions Bad. for them on that decision-making <laughs> process, but um, okay. So you, so you all got what booted from the hotel and then you came back to the next stop on tour after your, your uh, quarrel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, that's great. So then it's just like, you know, show goes on nothing happened. You just, uh, you know, you're, you might be blacklisted from Hooters in Vegas, but you're totally fine anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. We should go back and see our pictures are on the wall. Nah, Vegas is, I don't, I don't think, uh, we couldn't be the worst thing they've ever seen. I'm, I'm thinking on. of all the things that I have seen in Vegas, and I think telling a security guard, yeah. uh, talking about security guards' genitalia is probably not the worst thing I've I've heard or seen in Vegas. I mean, we were just screaming in front of the hotel. Yeah. But I don't. Think, I think already though, like the hotel didn't love uh, the show being there, right? Like there was chicken wings in the pool floating. What do they yeah, care? I don't know. Yeah, I, I just. Bizarre. I've had, I've seen a lot of stuff in Vegas and every time I hear a story, I'm like, yeah, that's not the worst thing they're dealing with tonight. Like it shouldn't be, you two yelling yeah. at each other shouldn't be the worst thing that they're having to put up with in Vegas on a, on a night. That's what I thought. But that is fascinating. That is one of the more bizarre uh, tour stories I've heard. So thank you for sharing and documenting it. I, I've always joked, I'm trying to document the cast history in the sense of like how people play their characters, but I feel like the tours have some really funny and wild moments. <laughs> And the regional theaters, yeah, because you live. Yeah, the life. regional theaters get even crazier because they have like, <laughs> you know, no budget and trying to figure out whatever they can do to just get the show off for the the couple times. So, um, yes. any other notable stories you want to help me document, or we can then move to the rapid. Fire. I think when Kara Kara ran into a glass door and broke her nose, and we were in Canada, and yeah, we were in Canada. She couldn't get it fixed because the hospitals in Canada wouldn't take her insurance or whatever. So she had to drive on the, we were like, had a 10 hour bus ride and her nose was busted. The whole, Every bump on the Yeah, bus. like the whole bus ride. It was like insane how 
that's not that interesting. I think it was more interesting. No, but then my mom got me scared that like someone's tail was going to hit me in the face. And you know, you do that like swirly swirl, like the tails are everywhere and you're like ducked down in the ball. And then I was like scared of everyone's tail so much. It was just like, I don't know. That wasn't that interesting. Couldn't you but... have, uh, like put a mm-hmm. mask on of some sorts and then just put the makeup on over it? <laughs> I could have. A disguise? Yeah. I like should have. I don't know why I didn't. Covered makeup. I'm thinking of like the NBA players. Like, you know, you're in Detroit. Like, Rip Hamilton wore that mask for years. Yeah. Like, you couldn't have, couldn't have just put your makeup on over the mask? I, If I would have thought of it, I could have found some sort of mask. Uh, yeah. I'm, I, I think that's, if there's ever, hopefully there's no, this is a very high injury show, which is, I've definitely learned that there's a lot of injuries mm. in the show, just given the physicality. I know. I know. I haven't heard of a broken nose though. So that's you're, true. And it sounds like. Well, that was at a bar. <laughs> I ran into a door. <laughs> ran into a door bar, not in Vegas. This was like oh, Saskatoon or something. <laughs> Not Saskatoon, somewhere in Canada. Cold. Wow. We're going to take a quick break for some messages from our sponsors, and then we'll be back for more of The Wrong Cat Died. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, okay, let's yeah. let's pivot to some rapid fire. So I want to hear from both of you. Um, just a couple quick questions. So if you could go on, if you were going to go on tomorrow for one day of cats, doesn't matter, male, female, vocal range, dance number, whoever, if you could just be one cat tomorrow, which track would you want to do? <laughs> I would want to be Bomb Ballerina again. I have dreams about it. Yeah. All the time I have dreams about it. Is it dreams about it. Like, bomb or my No, dreams about just like me being my same part and that I'm it's but it's in real time like they're bringing me back but like i don't remember so we're like rehearsing last minute it's always like really last minute stuff and I, yeah i mean like all the time i have dreams about that so i just want to go back and do it all again because i remember everything and adam remembers nothing i could do the name of cats right now and he could not do a single <laughs> I can't thing remember the words to anything. he didn't plan to do it he just showed up because he needed a haircut <laughs> Yeah. Well, he at one point knew yeah. all the words and did it five million times, and now it's all gone. Adam, what about you? Like, are you playing? I'd probably still be Tugger too. I mean, just because of the nature of me and that show. I mean, it'd be like the weirdest looking. You want to be Victoria? I mean, it would be me. like maybe regionally. I'd be. I'd be like, uh, you know, like one of the kittens for fun. But <laughs> kittens? I don't know. I can't remember what do their you name. Mean? At what point do you do you start to be like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Gus? At what point do you age into Gus? I'm probably pretty yeah, close. Yeah, 
I think he's aged and older yeah, wrong yeah. already. Uh, I'll, I'll it. Who are your favorite and least favorite cats from the show? And I'll say not characters, forget actors, purely characters. Jenny any dots can be like a little annoying. No offense. Okay. So no Jenny. Growl Tiger. Who I <laughs> like Growl Tiger. I like Growl Tiger. <laughs> what about favorite? <laughs> I love Grizabella. I think she's like a rock star. So that's, that's that was like for me, yeah, old Deuteronomy. I think it's funny too how the show is, but like, again, our old Deuteronomy was, you know, I don't know, what was he, 50? And we were in our like early 20s. So it was like he did have like that father figure. And because your whole life is on tour, right? Because your whole life is on the tour, like he becomes, you know, like a father figure on and off the stage. Yeah. He was he got weird though. <laughs> what? He probably listens to this too. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but he's a bomb. You just, you just said favorite, so we're gonna we're just gonna leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite song from the show? <sighs> Memory. Come on. You know what? Our Grisabella was really, really good. I can't I know you can't like intertwine like I'm supposed to be characters, but like she was so good. I yeah. just love the So like I love it was a it was a blast listening to that. Every I night. just love like the overture at the beginning. I mean there's like yeah. something so <gasps> Yeah, so, so cool about it and like yeah. you know, I don't know. I mean hearing it every night. Like I like when we had our kid, I played it in the bathroom during labor when my wife was like puking and like for no other reason than like <laughs> brings joy to you you know yeah it does it's like that excitement every time it is such a like also like it's a memorable piece like it's like you know exactly what it is the minute you start hearing mm-hmm. it. totally yes i think that is so cool i love the overture you're right okay that's good so my fun question is besides <laughs> bombay arena and tugger if you were gonna couple up one of a pair of cats, which two do you think would be the best duo? <laughs> Probably like Play-Doh and um, I was going to say McCavity and Skimble Shanks. <laughs> <laughs> Skim- <laughs> which one for Skimble Shanks? Come on. sexual. That is not any of the two I would have imagined coming up of all the different variations i Who thought do you well there's think? a lot of ones that you can do there's the tugger mustafflies there's a lot of like relationships there's even in the, on the fan page there's like relationships of of that there's a um jenny and skimble there's like a lot of different duos and then there's obviously jenny and skimble. yeah and then there's the ones that are skimble shanks but i had not thought no. of play-doh or mccavity and skimble so i <laughs> let's start that rumor right now <laughs> we've never discussed that we don't sit around being like do you think of play-doh and skimble or what do you like we never talked and we still thought that i i've learned that i think the a vast majority of what this podcast has turned into are a lot of things most people haven't thought about and that's yes. that's where it's become fun to hear everybody have to go back to their like you know history of like you did this years ago what which characters would be fair like what do you remember about this and how how did that actually play out because you know i i talked to somebody recently who was talking about all the dance numbers and the dancing and the choreography and i'm and not even for the podcast just in general about cats i'm like i don't know what you're talking about that's not a dancer <laughs> Not a singer. Like I, I saw. Oh it. yeah, there's a name for every little team. Yeah. yeah. Like section. Yeah. But and that's like that. it's, and that's what's so weird is like, and I, and I mean, maybe it's different for us because now we're married, and that was like you know 
13, 15 years ago, whatever, however long ago it was. But that whole show and everything and why it worked and why this bizarre thing with people in unitards and it's so 80s and like it was early on like the so Disneyfication good. of Broadway and all these things where like I think the reason it is what it is is actually because of the relationships created through the movement in the show. It's so much more than a pirouette and all these things like yeah, version of it is like behind that everything. would have made it fail because it's 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 there's no plot right we can pretend there's all these things we can pretend they're doing it's like what is who there's knows what it is but i think it's the relationships and the stories that and maybe that's why regionally sometimes it's hard because they don't have that like insane togetherness that you have if you're doing it for years at a time mm-hmm. totally yeah it, it's yeah it is like there's every movement has has a lot of like value to it and that's where a lot of the theories come from like these Uh two are looking at these two and so there's this or they're dancing together or they're standing together or they had give each other a funny look and that's kind of how all the like unknowns of where like i love hearing that you were told to play it one way and then it's like no play a little bit darker because that's the stuff that's not written it's not written out and it gives you a little bit of freedom or the ability to kind of change it up and that's what allows a show like this to sustain yeah Totally. Yes. Yeah. And they don't ever just give you like a piece of choreography. They'll be like, so you're pulling, you know, the you don't actually, but they'll be like, you're, you're symbolically pulling the mask off of this cat. And then you're putting your tits to the wind. It's never like, just like, just, you know, Blowing do this stuff. It's like, I remember my first, yeah, my first rehearsal was that. like, you think in, about it every time in the lobby of the theater during the show on Valentine's day. So, um, and there was this girl, you yeah, know, I met her five minutes before and she like brings me up there. And again, what? like, you can't see me, but like, you wouldn't guess that I was in cats a, or could even move B. And, and then this girl's total babe and she's, we're like upstairs yeah, learning the show and she's like blowing moon dust and all this trippy stuff. And I'm like, what did I get myself into? Like, yeah. like turning and like, like doing all these dance moves and blowing fairy dust. And I'm like, and I just like remember thinking like this is so bizarre what is happening because everything does have these like weird meanings, which some cats really might think about. And I was more thinking about like beers with my babe after the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I think there's a place for both. I think so it makes it really cool. Yeah, um, I agree. Okay, let's ask the most important question. I have argued at length that I don't think Grisabelle is the right joke choice. So I want to hear, are you going to defend her yes. or are you going to pick somebody else? Did you have a cat that you said it, you think it should be? I have a lot of ways to answer this question now, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, oh, depending gosh. on how you uh, interpret old Deuteronomy's decision. And so I can, okay. I, I want to hear yours first. I don't want to skew answers and then I can, okay. then, then if, yeah, if you yeah, pick Grisabella yeah. though, then I'm going to try to tell you why all the reasons I think that's still wrong. For sure. Grisabella, 1 billion percent. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So Adam, why don't you go? And then I'm going to, I'm going to give my rationale here. Okay. I really think Grisabella, yeah, I, I think she deserves it. Gosh. It's like one of those things I haven't thought about in so long. Um, he thinks about it all the time. I, See, and here's the thing with this question, because now the person that played Grisabella when I did the show creeps into my mind and is affecting my reasoning for making decisions. I don't think it's her. What do you think? (laughs) Okay, not picking her. Why? So who are you picking? No, not Anna. (laughs) I'm not picking her. You know, I am going to pick Syllabub. (laughs) 
Okay, you're gonna have to she give a rationale. Fine. I want to get the syllabub rationale. Yeah, syllabub has got a good vibe going. She doesn't need anything. Well, I think, gosh. You just made that up. <laughs> no, no, because, okay, so think about how syllabub is always kind of singing right behind Grizabella, right? Memory, all that stuff. She's yeah. right there. Grizabella's old and haggard, and we're sending this old haggard into the next whatever, heavyside lair. Let's send a fresh <laughs> cat. I love it. <laughs> she doesn't need to be though it's yeah she's like 12 well no like she's like a kitten she is I, a kitten. Adam, i'm i'm with you it's any any non-grizabella answer i'm defending um <laughs> wow i i'm laughing though because i did i have calculated i've kept up with who's voted who and i just put it on social media so when we're recording this it had just come out and there had been a vote there has been one vote for syllabob one of the first comments was who in the world picks syllabub and why? And I'm like, here's the episode if you yeah. want to go and hear the rationale. Um, <laughs> oh, but I don't really hear a very good reasoning I, here. I, uh, well, okay. So, Kara, give me your, like, what's your Grizz defense? <laughs> I just think she's such a queen. She just needs, like, she needs a glow up big time. <laughs> so, I don't disagree with that. I think she should spend a year with her family and go next year. <laughs> Okay, but I think she's ready. I don't think anyone else needs it as bad as Not her. even Gus. Come on, look Not at him. Do you Gus. hear... Um, uh, Gus is fine. He has a partner in life. What about... Uh, um, who's the other one? Bomb Ballerina, the, the girl you're friends with? Demeter. Demeter. <laughs> See, I told you, I forgot everything. What about Demeter? Do you get Demeter a lot? Because Demeter, I mean... <laughs> Like not only is you yeah. crazy on stage, like that's an off stage. Like they hire crazy people to play that part. <laughs> no, uh, not in a bad just like cares. You have to play it very skittish. So it's like it has to be in that sense. Like it has to be uh, a little bit of afraid. So I can show you as of this, there'll be plenty of because you're supposed to be Demeter's. The one thing that's strange from the show is Demeter has been sexually abused by McCavity is like the one truth that everyone disagrees. And so yes. it's like that's what's strange to me about the show to begin with. That's like that's the one, our right? one truth that's is the one, the one thing that everyone's going to agree with. Oh my god! So this yes. is as of a hundred episodes. So I don't. When this comes out, there'll be be more. So these numbers will be updated. But Grizabella is forty nine percent of the vote. So more than half the people wow. agree good. with me, which is which is the way you look okay. at it as good. I, I looked at glass half full for me. You just looked at glass half full for you. <laughs> half the people think Grizz is the right choice. I'm like, well, you just said anyone but Grizz. Yeah, Bella. I'm like, I'm, I got half the people that agree that she's wrong. Um, Gus is 35 percent of the vote, so Gus is the most common okay. answer. Um, and then there's a couple votes for Skimble Shanks and Old Deuteronomy and McCavity, and then there's one vote for Victoria, Demeter, Buster Jones, Cassandra, Monkish Trap, Baby Grizz, Joey Lorem, and Syllabub. No bomb ballerina. No huh? bomb. Yeah, no, nobody's made a, a case for bomb yet. I could see that though. She's she's great. So my original argument, if everyone who's listened to this show consistently can fast forward like a minute and then they'll can pick back up because um, I've shared it before. But I think Gus is the most logical choice in the sense of I want to take um, I want to let Gus go this year and Grisabelle go next year. I want her to spend time with her family. I want her to be reaccepted to the tribe and go to a birthday party or like you know see her children. <laughs> Like she doesn't need to immediately be be sacrificed. You were serious. You want her to go to see her family. Yeah, and I want stuff. her to have like she gets reaccepted. That's a beautiful moment. We don't need to immediately off her after that. Um, yeah. I think my original take was I saw the 2016 revival, which was Leona Lewis. So I just had X Factor in my head, 
And so I said, if I'm voting uh-huh, in X uh-huh, Factor uh-huh. as a history of combining cats, not cats, characters, singers to boy bands and Fifth Harmony and One Direction, everything. So I sent Tugger and Mustafelis together. They were the two super entertaining. I think they'd make a great boy band. They can go Burton or either way up to the heavy side layer. That's that was my original my original joke. That is the thesis and genesis of this podcast. <laughs> I love it. Now, what do you think the heavy side layer is? <laughs> I think it's. I mean, I think it's a chance to be reborn, but it also feels like it's a little old Deuteronomy serial killer vibe. Like I'm gonna just kill a different cat every year. Mm, um, okay, yeah, so yeah. I think it's a. I think there's a redemption arc, but it's more of like who's gonna go get a chance to have their next life. So it's a reward from that. Standpoint. Right. Okay. Yeah. We're on track. So that's that's where yeah, I would say same. I don't think Grisabella deserves the reward yet. I think she can deserve it next year. If she spends some time and goes to the birthday party. Yeah, I want things. her to have her time with her family. Like she probably needs it, but like she she's been wanting to be brought back to the tribe. She finally gets reaccepted. Everyone starts to accept her and embrace her. And it's like we're immediately gonna send her away. That seems unfair to the family. Oh, I never even thought of that. Do you want to change your vote? Um, okay, now I'm feeling bad for Gus. I'll take Gus. <laughs> oh. I didn't feel strongly about Grizabella in the first place. Yeah, I'm gonna say Gus. In fact, that was my first choice. I love it. This is a fact. See, this is the other one that Gus does. Busta for Jones. Yeah, and Peter oh, is the uh, he's not on score that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this is really this is. I like today is exactly why this podcast exists, which is for me to slowly change everyone's opinion. And so I just converted. <laughs> yeah, I feel strongly I just converted about that. one person over with this episode <laughs> for fact. So uh, chalk this up as a good use of I an wasn't hour. even thinking. Yeah, like I never once thought about a Grizabella birthday party family vibe. Now that seems like totally, totally logical. I do think some of that too is I. I'm a little skewed. A lot of the Grizabellas I've seen now have been on the younger side. And I don't think that was always the case for throughout the you know the the years of cats. And so I do think like seeing a mid twenties Grizabella makes me go like, all right, she's too young to to to, to, yeah, to go. Like she doesn't have that old needing vibe of it as you sometimes get um, of the like weathered Grizabellas. So. Well, see, our girl did. She was younger, but she played it very much mm. older. In a very good way, I think. So, like, yeah, she just seemed like she was ready yeah, to go. Yeah, you have to. I try to remove the actors out of this um, because it's like, how could well, you? it's hard for yeah for you all, especially you did it, but for me, I'm like, I, I don't know any different. Whatever. I, I've met, I've met yeah. just who's agreed to come on and have this crazy debate with me to begin with. Yeah, I like it. Well, this has been incredible. I've now converted one person. I love hearing all your crazy <laughs> yeah. stories. Uh, and got to have a, a Bombay Arena Tugger true love story in real life um, with the messiness and rockiness as clear um, as you would expect from the two characters. You had a little bit of your, your Vegas version of that as well. Um, but the last yeah. thing before we go, I'd love to hear how can people stay up with you on social media and stay in touch with you all? Hmm. My Instagram <laughs> is Kara Cooley. It's C-A-R-A-C-O-O-L-E-Y. Awesome. So, you can find me on hers a lot. Oh, <laughs> what about the campus shop? Oh, yeah. Then mine is the campus shop. T-H-E campus shop. You can see me on there. Too. It's his It's his clothing awesome. store. Well, we'll link yeah. both. Uh, Plus, we do lots of TikToks and dances and things. And we have our new baby on there a lot. Amazing. We will link everything so everyone can follow and enjoy the, the fun that 
that happens and ensues, especially on the TikTok dances. It's great. We'll do Copeland. No, we won't. <laughs> I've been trying to get him to do Copeland. <sighs> That's the beginning of the ball. <laughs> that, you're we'll gonna, do it. You're going to get in full, full costume and record for TikTok. Do a transition TikTok and then do the dance. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much for hopping on uh, and being amazing guests. This was super fun. You're great, man. I appreciate it. This was so it. fun. Thank you so much. Awesome. And thanks everyone else for listening to this episode of The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the catastrophe. To follow along, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else to listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Wrong Cat Died, or check out our website, thewrongcatdied.com. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.